0: Hi, you guys, and welcome to the 20s Dilemma podcast. I am your host, Jillian Winteroth. I am so happy that you're here. I started my social media accounts and now this podcast to share things with 20-somethings that I wish I knew when I was in my 20s. Think of me as your 31-year-old big sis, bestie, or someone to just give you some tough love. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the 20s Dilemma podcast. I am Jillian Winteroth, your host, And I'm so excited. Podcast episode number three. You know, It's been an interesting experience. I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and I know they're just going to get better and better. I'm going to slow down a little bit, and hopefully you guys are getting something out of them. But I'm having fun so far, and I hope that you're enjoying them. Um, I am officially back from London, and the jet lag is gone, finally. My husband and I were waking up at like 4.30 every morning, but I kind of loved it. I was super productive, like doing the laundry, getting the house clean. And then by six o'clock, I was like, all right, let's start my day. Um, But now I'm back on a regular schedule, getting up at six, which is still pretty early, but happy to be back. Happy to put this episode out because I think this one is so important. How are our thoughts holding us back and how can they elevate us to a higher level in our life? because truly your thoughts become your expectations and your expectations become your reality. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how your thoughts are holding you back, how you may not have even realized that what you were thinking every day was significantly holding you back in life. And I'm going to tell you how to fix it. So let's get into it. Oh, also, side note before we get into it, has anyone else downloaded Lemon 8 yet? And what do you guys think of it? I'm so curious. I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm not that creative when it comes to like graphic design and cutesy stickers and that sort of thing, but I think it's a good creative outlet. So if you're on there, follow me on Lemon 8. I'm posting much more content about outfits, life, you know, all that fun stuff. All right, let's talk about our thoughts. And what are our thoughts? I know you've all heard of limiting beliefs and fears before, but I want to talk about them in more detail and maybe in a way that you've never really learned about them or talked about them before. So this might be a little bit different. So real quick, if you don't know, what are limiting beliefs? Well, limiting beliefs are truths that we believe about ourselves or our lives that are holding us back on a personal and or professional level. So let me give you a few examples of limiting beliefs. So a few examples of limiting beliefs are, I'm not smart enough to get a promotion. I'll be stuck in this job forever. I'm unlucky. Nothing lucky ever happens to me. I'm not confident enough to go on dates. I'm not lovable. I always get cheated on. I failed last time, so I'll fail again. These are just a few examples of many, many examples of what limiting beliefs are. And Once you do the few exercises that we're going to talk about throughout this podcast, you might be very surprised by A, how many limiting beliefs you actually have, and B, how often they're cropping up throughout your day and you did not even realize it. We're going to talk about this a little bit later on, but just simply bringing awareness to your thoughts is one of the most powerful things you can do, and it's the only way that you're ever going to change them. By the way, all of the exercises that I'm going to share with you guys today and pretty much everything we're talking about comes from Your 20s Toolkit, which is a guide and mini course that I've put together for you guys to essentially become the best version of yourself. It's everything I wish I knew when I was in my 20s, from self-love and confidence to figuring out your goals and what you want out of your life. So if you're interested, check that out. Everything today is in there. So the first thing we actually have to do when we're trying to figure out How are our day-to-day thoughts holding us back? We have to identify what those thoughts are. So the first exercise or thing I would have you do is write down your limiting beliefs. And in order to figure out what these are, maybe you're thinking, well, I have no idea what my limiting beliefs are. You need to pay attention throughout your day. So for example, if you're at work and your boss comes in and says, hey, Jill, I want you to give a presentation on X, Y, and Z next week to everyone here at work. Super excited. Can't wait. You're going to kill it and your first thought is, oh my God, I hate public speaking, I'm absolutely going to fail, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna be sweaty up there, whatever it is, that's a limiting belief right there. That right there is a thought that is holding you back. You could easily have had the thought of like, oh wow, that kind of scares me, but what a great opportunity, I'm going to absolutely kill this. So the first thing you need to do when you're identifying your limiting beliefs is simply pay attention throughout your day. How many times are you thinking something that is holding you back? And that could be something at work. It could be if somebody asks you out on a date and you immediately think, oh, I'm just going to get cheated on again or they're not going to like me or I shouldn't even go because it's probably not my person or I never get lucky finding the right people, so why would I even try? Those are all things that are holding you back. It can be on a very big scale or it can be on a very small scale. Limiting beliefs, fears, and negative thoughts, to me, all go pretty hand in hand. You can also pay attention to your first thoughts right when you wake up in the morning. Do you wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a great day. This day is going to be amazing. I plan on doing X, Y, and Z. Or do you wake up and immediately start thinking about how stressful your day is going to be, all of the things you have to do? Are you seeing life with a glass half full or a glass half empty? Your limiting beliefs are truly affecting your mood. They're also affecting what is coming into your life every single day. As I mentioned at the beginning, our thoughts become our expectations for life and our expectations become our reality. No, it doesn't happen overnight, but let me give you an example. Did you ever know, or maybe you were this person in college or throughout your life, but did you ever know the person that was always sick? Like they were always sick all the time, but they also made that sort of like a personality trait. Like they would say like, oh my gosh, I'm always sick. Like I'm always getting sick. And they would have, you know, a cold or the flu or strep throat or whatever it was. It was like that one friend that was always sick and calling myself out here. I was that friend for a while when I had really bad anxiety in college. I always had like strep throat or something and I was like, oh my God, I'm always sick. That's the perfect example of someone who is telling themselves a truth about themselves, believing it, and then it's manifesting exactly how they think it. They're telling themselves, I'm always sick, I'm always getting sick, so what happens? They're always getting sick. And yes, some part of that, of course, is like, okay, maybe they have had a bad immune system or whatever, but a lot of it is them simply believing that I get sick all the time. So what happens? They get sick all the time. There's millions of examples of this when you're going car shopping and maybe you say, I want to get a red Tesla. And then what do you start seeing all over the place? We've all heard these examples. You start seeing red Teslas left and right because now it's in your mind. It's what you're looking out for. This is a prime example of what you think about is what comes into your reality. So keep that in mind as we're going through this. All right, so back to identifying our limiting beliefs. We're paying attention throughout our day. We're bringing awareness to our thoughts. And we're making a list of what our limiting beliefs are. I highly recommend writing it down. You can do it in your head. You can also re-listen to this podcast or get your 20s toolkit and it'll walk you through it. But write them down just on a piece of paper, all of your limiting beliefs. And whether that is, you know, I think I'm unlucky all the time. I have bad luck or I'm unlovable or I'm not pretty enough to date or smart enough to get a promotion, whatever it may be, write them all down. The next thing we're going to do is identify where those beliefs actually come from. This part is really important and a lot of people don't like this part, myself included, at the beginning because it can be a little bit uncomfortable. Our beliefs come from somewhere, right? We're not just born with them. We don't just wake up one day and say, I believe this about myself. It usually comes from one of these three places or a combination of the three. It either comes from your family, your friends, or society in general. So let me give you a few examples. So some limiting beliefs that would come from society would be how we're supposed to look. That's the biggest one, right? How many of us, when we were in seventh and eighth grade, saw the magazines and was like, oh, I should have a body like this, or I should have makeup like that, or hair like this. And this day and age, it's definitely becoming much, much more inclusive but when I was growing up as a teenager, it was like Victoria's Secret models, stick thin, beautiful, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it certainly gives all of us an image of what we're supposed to look like and what we're supposed to be putting into the world. Another huge one for society, especially for women, is by what age we should be doing things. What age should you be married by? What age should you be having kids by? Yes, some of that is biological, but it's still something that's imparted on us by the society that we live in. So those beliefs are implanted into our mind from growing up, watching commercials, reading magazines, seeing billboards, and simply just participating in society. Something that could come from your friends is if your friends believe a certain thing about themselves or you guys collectively as a group, you may believe that yourself. Or if they tell you, oh my gosh, you're such a klutz, you're always tripping, you're always falling, haha, you know, they kind of tease you about it then you're going to start believing that yourself. So your friends also impart their beliefs onto you and then you take those beliefs in because they're your friends. The last one can be a really tough one and that is your family. We love our parents. They are doing the best they can and they are figuring out life just like we are. However, our family can unintentionally put their fears and limiting beliefs onto us as we're growing up. A prime example of this would be if you were very creative and your dream was to always be an artist and your parents said, no, 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 you need to go to college and get a degree so you can get a good job that pays a stable amount of money. You'll never make money as an artist. That's, that's not going to work. You know, it's unstable. It's scary. You can't do that. That's a perfect example of your parents doing what they believe is best for you because they want you to be taken care of and making enough money. But they're putting their fear of never succeeding as an artist or their child never succeeding as an artist onto you. And that makes you believe, I could never succeed as an artist, I need to just go to college and get a degree, or I could never start my own business because it's unpredictable, I might not make enough money, I might fail. That's a prime example of a fear that your parents hold or someone in your family holds that they put onto you. A prime one for me as a kid was I was kind of shy. I didn't feel like I was shy, but everyone around me told me, oh, you're so shy or Jillian's kind of shy. So then I sort of just adopted that into my adulthood, like, oh yeah, I'm just kind of shy. And I would allow myself to sit into that personality. So when I would first meet people, I would be really shy. And then a few weeks later, I would come out of my shell and really be myself. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, I thought you were so shy at first. This is not what I expected at all. And that's a sign of me adopting this thing that people told me I was because, oh, people I love are saying this to me. Not to hurt me, but they're putting that on me. Instead of me just saying, no, like, I don't have to be shy. I don't have to accept being shy. I can be whoever I want. So those are prime examples of your family putting their fears and beliefs or thoughts onto you as a child or teenager, even an adult, and us just accepting those things because they're our parents or they're our family. I want to also say that this is not shitting on our parents. They are doing the best that they can, but it's important to realize where those thoughts and beliefs came from. So if you go through your list of limiting beliefs that you just wrote down, and you look at every single one individually, I want you to think about where did that belief come from? Did that just pop into my head one day? Or has somebody told me throughout my whole life that, you know, I would fail if I tried to do this, or I wasn't pretty enough to do this, or wasn't, didn't have the right body type to do that. Has something been putting those thoughts and beliefs into me since I've been brought onto this earth? And is that why I believe them? So go through every single one when you have the time and think about where did that come from? Did that come from one of my friends? Did that come from society? Or did that come from my family? Is that something that they've kind of pushed on me or told me my entire life? And again, this is not to shit on our family and friends. This is simply to become aware of where those beliefs came from. So we can realize, oh, that's just grounded in, you know, fear or society or nothingness. That's not true. And I can choose what is true about me. The biggest thing that we have to, have to, have to understand when it comes to our thoughts is that we get to choose them. And that took me a long time to realize until I was almost 30 to understand that I have control over the thoughts that are coming in and out of my head. It doesn't feel that way a lot of the time because our negative thoughts, our limiting beliefs, our fears are cropping up constantly, trying to tear us back down and many times trying to keep us safe, trying to keep us from experiencing failures or things that might embarrass us or scare us or change us. And that's okay, but it's not what we want because growth and change and stepping out of our comfort zone, that's what living is. That's what is being alive. That's what's propelling us forward. So if we live in the fear bubble or the limiting beliefs bubble where we just can't do it so we don't try, then we're not growing. And what's the point in that? We need to get out there tell ourselves who we wanna be and start acting like that person. So we're no longer letting our thoughts hold us back. Next, we're gonna circle back to awareness. The only way to catch these thoughts and change them is by becoming aware of them. So we can't make a change unless we know where we're starting from and unless we're actively catching those thoughts throughout the day. Just because you wrote them down on a piece of paper and you finally realized, oh, wow, yes, I was thinking that every single day, Doesn't mean it's not going to keep cropping up in your head. However, now that you're paying attention to it, the next time your boss comes in and says, hey, I need you to give a presentation to this person about this, you're immediately going to notice when your first thought is, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to fail. Beforehand, you might have just thought that and never even realized that that was a thought holding you back. Now you're going to have awareness about it. That's important. Because by having that awareness, we're going to be able to identify it and we're going to be able to replace it with a new truth. Because like I said, we control our thoughts. Do not forget this. We have control over our thoughts. And more importantly, we have control over what is true about ourselves. We get to decide. Now we know our limiting beliefs. We know where they came from. We're aware of them when they pop up into our head throughout the day. And now we're going to replace those little bitches and send them on their way because they're not true. So the next part is our new truth. This is going to be basically the opposite of what the limiting belief is. And you're not going to believe it at first. You're going to be saying it in your head and be like, yeah, right. Okay, sure. But eventually, the more you replace it, the more you replace it, the more you replace it, the more it's going to feel like the truth until it is. Because our thoughts become our expectations and our expectations become our reality. Trust me on this one. If you do this even for a month, you're going to see a major change in your life and the way that you think about yourself. So, what does it mean to replace them? So, now that you have your list of limiting beliefs, I want you to essentially write down the opposite of each one. So, let me give you an example. If I wrote, One of my limiting beliefs is I'm too shy to ever put myself out there on social media. I would replace it with I am outgoing enough to be on social media and I am worthy of taking up space on that platform. And like I said, at first, you're not going to believe it. Maybe you're even rolling your eyes. If yours is I am not confident enough to start dating, then the opposite would be I am full of confidence and excited to get out there and start dating. You're thinking to yourself, no, I'm not. That's not true. I am not confident. I don't feel that at all. That's okay. You don't have to feel it just yet because the more you replace it, the more it's going to start ingraining itself in you. Another amazing thing that's going to happen is we're going to feel more positive overall and we're also going to spend way less time being negative and sitting with these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. So when it does pop into your head, like I said, you're immediately aware of it, you replace it quickly with your new truth, and then it goes on its way. It's not a thought that's just lingering in your head for a half an hour or a day or a week or a month. No, you've replaced it, you've identified it, you've moved on. So when your boss comes in again and says, you know, you're doing this presentation, maybe A month ago, you would have literally spent the week freaking out about it. You would have been constantly thinking about it, about how you're going to feel sick and nauseous and you're going to throw up and what if you mess up and blah, blah, blah. Whereas this time, you spent two minutes thinking about it. No, no, that is not my new truth anymore. My new truth is that I am confident in my public speaking abilities and I'm going to kill it. There you go. You sent it on its way. It took two minutes. Just like anything, our thoughts and beliefs take practice. We have to practice what we think every single day. You know, people talk about going on these mental health journeys and then you see them on the other side of it and you're like, wow, like they look great. I should really do that. And they don't talk about how hard it is and how much practice it takes. I myself am three years into this figuring out how to live a happier life, how to build the life I want through doing the mental work. I like how that sounds a little better. And every single day, I'm still battling. Every single day, I will have a thought pop into my head and I'll just say, no, no. So it never goes away. You never find a place of perfection. You just find the right tools to navigate your life in a happier, more positive way that benefits you every single day. Like I always say, Self-love is the number one thing you need to figure out in your 20s or in your life before everything else falls into place. And I truly believe that. And the first step to self-love is figuring out how we talk to ourselves. So once you can identify how you're speaking to yourself every day and make it much more positive, figure out your new truth, then you're going to continue down that journey of figuring out self-love. I hope you guys found this beneficial. I'm going to make a bunch more podcast episodes talking more in depth about our fears, more in depth about negative self-talk, but your limiting beliefs is really, truly the best place to start because you'll be shocked by how many things you think every single day. And I wanna hear what you guys have been thinking because I was shocked when I did this exercise and wrote down like 15, 20 things. And I was like, geez, Jill, you're so mean to yourself. So feel free, like usual, to DM me on Instagram and let me know if you did the exercise and how you liked it. I also want to hear about topics that you guys want me to talk about on here or questions you may have. I love getting to know you guys. I love getting to hear your stories. And most of all, I love sharing my stories to let you know that you are not alone And however you're feeling right now. I guarantee I've been through it and Hundreds of thousands of other people have too. It just feels like a lonely process sometimes. So, biggest reminder is that you are not alone in whatever you are currently struggling with. If you like this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a positive review. I'm having a lot of fun figuring all of this out and transitioning from TikTok over to the podcast, much longer form, obviously. So, feel free to send me any questions and I will talk to you guys so soon. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.